Blog Talk Radio. family around our beloved planet, listening in in almost every country around the world, and a special hello to everyone who will be listening to the call on the archives. Welcome to Dr. Catherine May's Blog Talk Radio Program Channel Panel. Today is Sunday, October 19th, 2014, and today's show is our Training for Ascension and Healing Call with our host, Dr. Catherine May, and we're joined with our beloved brother and mentor, Sananda, and our Arcturian healers and friends in their ships. This is your co-host, Meg Davis, calling in from the greater Atlanta area in Georgia, and our host, Catherine, is calling in from her home in High Falls, New York. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Meg. Hi, how are you today? Oh, great. It's such a beautiful fall day here. The trees are all just golden. And it, you know, I live in the Hudson Valley, and the Hudson Valley is famous for the school of painting that produced those wonderful paintings. And in every painting, you see this magical light. And it's especially noticeable in the fall. But I see it here a lot, all, all different times of year especially in the late afternoon when I come up the road to my house and everything is just sort of in this golden glow. And that's what it's like today. Everything is just glowing golden. It's just magical. So, you know, it makes it it makes the seasons worthwhile when they're so beautiful. So it it lifts my spirits. I used to dread winter, you know. I used to think, oh, everything's going to be cold and we can't go outside until I learned how to ski. And now it's, you know, you love winter if you ski. And if you have the right equipment, if you have the right clothing, you're always nice and warm, and winter is just a fabulous treat to look forward to. Mm. So. I wanted to tell people I've opened the chat, so if people want to say hello to each other, they can do so. And while we all uh, settled in, I want to give a little bigger introduction to Meg, our co-host and brilliant resource person for um, 
help with alternative medical treatments, and um, she also is an acupuncture and a nutritionist. And Meg has just... We have some wind in the connection here. Yes. I wonder what that is. Well, let's hope it's it'll just subside. It usually those kind of things usually just kind of go away. Okay. So Meg has just come out with her wonderful eating for ascension guide <laughs> which is now um posted on our Facebook page and will be on our website. Um so you can go to Healing for Ascension Tour and find it there. I think people need to go to a file. Is that right, Meg? They go yes. They they go to the top picture that Gabriella has posted at the very top of the Facebook page and there's usually a little arrow right there and you click on the arrow on the picture and it'll open up the files behind it and you just click on files and you should see the PDF of eating for ascension guide and you can download that right onto your computer and there's also a PDF file you can print. So either way you'll have access to it. Oh, this is just wonderful. So Meg put in of course years and work um, but this is a free guide manual that will is enough to get you started if you're thinking about starting a vegan diet or a vegetarian diet everything you need is there so you needn't be afraid you're not going to get the right nutrition or you won't know how to do it right or you won't have any recipes and you think you just have to eat broccoli and sprouts all the time not true there's <laughs> wonderful there are wonderful options there and a step-by-step guide you through it. So I recommend it. And Meg's Facebook page is also a way of of reaching her. It's uh, Meg Davis hyphen. Oh, sorry, got it backwards. Wisdom within hyphen Meg Davis. So you can reach Meg that way. She's offered to help in certain cases where people need um, a little consultation. So look at all this, these free services that are just, the, the toolbox is just overflowing these days because so much help. Um, we have the folks tour group transcribing, um, translating, um, Meg, could it be that you're breathing into your phone? Are you there? Well, I'll, I I am. I okay. holding the phone as normal as I used to, but I'll move my mouthpiece away to see if there's any difference. Yeah. It sounds like breathing, but it might not be you, of course. It could be any. <laughs> <laughs> it could just be the, you know, something on the line. Um and I do have the we have the um conference call open. People who would prefer to call in on their phone can either call to the the Blog Talk radio line or they can call in on the conference number, 
which is posted on the website and on the Facebook page. I'm not going to repeat all the numbers. People can find it easily. So we, I'm not going to go into details about our announcements. Um, most of the people, I think, on the line already know who we are. I should just give you my website, um, which is whoneedslight.org. And the Facebook page where you can find wonderful information and make contact with people in your area who are of like mind. Healing for Ascension Tour, where you find all the information about uh, the messages that are being published, about um, our activities, where we're doing workshops. And then the Healing for Ascension Tour group is a very active interactive page where you can meet people in your own area. I just talked to somebody a few minutes ago who's in Sweden and she said on the group page she found they found someone who's in the same town that they are in Sweden. And so they're oh. going to make contact. So no, it's wonderful, that's wonderful. Uh, how people are connecting with one another. So today is our did I say who needs light.org? That's the website. Uh, in the you process. did, and I'm I'm going okay. to have interrupt a quick second to plot, mm-hmm. to um share another tool that is on the who needs light.org is your book, Who Needs Light. This uh, and highlight also on the Healing for Ascension Tour group page. We have a special group of people who are administrators, our admin team, that are a wonderful loving family that posts thoughts for the day. Now, on these thoughts for the day, they combine all the different tools that we have at our disposal to be able to work on our ascension, the information from the messages that come through Catherine from um, the higher selves and ascended masters and prime creator and one, as well as our own journey. And I had a deep appreciation for this this morning, Catherine. I'll just share because I know many are experiencing this, and I want to encourage people. I share space with really amazing people, and. This morning, we were sitting outside in the sunshine, grounding our feet, and just waking up together and enjoying the morning. And we had your book, Who Needs Light? We had read several thoughts for the day, posted by Carlos, posted by Christine, posted by many others. And we were weaving together these aha moments from our own life using your book as a reference to help us have clear sight and clear awareness. We have the messages that we were going, yes, yes, I see that. That's when I do this. That's when I do that. I'm clearing. I'm clearing. We're using visual centering. We're using the YouTube um, videos that show the visual centering as well as what Alienora is posting And we sat there for hours, it must have been three hours, and we were going back and forth with our own lives. We had the book in our hands. We had the iPad out with the messages of the day. And it was this amazing consciousness rising experience 
where we have so many tools to gently apply in our lives. And every single one of us, we're applying these in the most sweet ways, sharing our experiences around community. So this doesn't have to be work anymore, this dark night of the soul where we're all up in our cave, (laughs) which we've all done, and dig through the material and woe is me and these are all the ways I'm wrong and look at all the patterns I've done in the past. And no, this was gloriously lit up in the sunshine with our animal friends laying around us grounding with the earth, laughing and sharing. This is the way we're going now. And your book and the work that has been inspired by your work with the Facebook pages, the blog talk channels, the thoughts for the day, changing lives. And you're working with people on Skype with visual centering. They don't have to wait until you come to their town. And then the aha moments start rolling off even more than that. So this this has changed our lives in the most profound way. It's allowed us to have communion with people we never would have met. We have family around the world now that would never have been possible without your book and your work and these calls. So we all just sent a blast of love to you this morning and Gabriella for the work you do that has facilitated this amazing morning for us. So just wanted to say that mm-hmm. for people, that this work and growth is fun. Yes, we have to dig, but we dig in love. And what a difference that is, thanks to the messages and permission being given to do this work with lighthearted laughter as opposed to seriousness and so I just wanted to share that. It's meant the world to us this morning. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you. That's delightful to hear. Um, mm-hmm. I'm told that the people on the on the chat room are telling me that they have no sound. It's going in and out every few words, and they're only getting half sentences. Oh, sorry, folks. I've just sent a note to Blog Talk Radio to see what the problem is. Um, I can hear all right. You can hear all right. Right, Meg? But I do hear this funny sound on the line. Yes, I think, and Christine just also texted me and saying there's some little bit of trouble hearing and it comes in and out. So I think there is a little disruption, so... Hmm. Hmm. Well, yes, it says I see this. For some people, are not able to connect to the call in line. Yeah. Hmm. Let's ask for all the love to clear all the technology right now. Let's get a blast. So, not to give us a blast. Yeah. <laughs> to clear all ripples and clicks and muffles. Yeah, we don't want people to have to hear every other word of what Sananda's saying. Um, it's not pleasant for them to <laughs> for have that now, but uh, I have a I have um, a note in. Okay, let's just tell. I I've put up a note on the chat line saying that I'm working on it, 
but I haven't heard back from the chat room. So if it continues, people on the chat room, keep me informed about what you hear or don't hear. And if it doesn't clear up, what I can do is close the show and call. Oh, no, I can't because they won't let me come back in. Okay, somebody's hearing perfectly. Great, thank you. So maybe it's improving. Somebody just logged out, so it can't be completely. Uh, Jelena, too. Hi, Jelena. She just, I think she just logged out. So I hope that they will work on it, Um, because if I close the show... I can't call right back in because we have only one show scheduled per day. Um, oh, she just said hello. So I'm giving her the message. Trouble on our line. And we'll see. This is Cynthia, who's a marvelous uh, support person at Blog Talk Radio. So let's hope she can fix it. Yeah, and Christine just texted and said, all clear, can hear clear now. So maybe that's Hmm. better. All right. So let's let's see what she says. She's going to come to our studio. So Cynthia will come to our studio, and hopefully she can work it out. So she'll be able to hear what we, what you guys hear. And All there right. was Catherine. She's on it. Know, there was, there was one person, on the Healing for Ascension tour group, that had a wonderful testimony, that I asked her if she would come online today to share. So you just oh, great. If it's able to share a testimony before or after or whenever you would like. I have her number. So if it works in, great. If not, that's okay, too. Just wanted to let you know. Oh, well, this would be a good time. Um, okay. I think that I think the sound should be okay now. Carl, can you tell us? I saw Carl Myers is there. Can you tell us? Is the sound good for you now? Yes, it's working. Okay, great. All right. So is it's Valerie who's going to talk to us? Yes. Let's see where she went. Did you see her? She just popped I up. I see her. She's 480. Yes. All right. Let's open Valerie's line and hear what she's been up to and what she wants to tell us about. Valerie, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? I can, yes. Oh, great. Hello, hello, hello. So great <laughs> to be here. Hi, I just want to say thank you so much for all this beautiful, beautiful wisdom. It's been such a a pleasant and joyful ride. And I just, I love every second of it. And I am deeply grateful. And tell us a little bit about what you posted on the Healing for Ascension tour group that you were experiencing. Well, um, high blood pressure. I've been on high blood pressure pills for... um, a uh, couple years, mm. and you know, little energy, and 
I just, you know, felt so secure in what you were talking about. So I went for it full force. And I'm eating organic and, you know, not 100% of the time, but probably 99%. And it's just been amazing. I do the, um, I do a juice in the morning with kale and spinach and chard and, let's see, Mm. and celery and carrots and apple. And I switch up either apple, pineapple, and berries. And then a huge salad for lunch, and I include quinoa. And it's just, I mean, went back to, you know, serious meditation every day, you know. Mm -hmm. I would come and go with, I would come and go with meditation. And believe it or not, it didn't take me long to get off the medication. I Uh mean, it was... It was just like within a couple of weeks. Wow, uh, that is I, really good. I'm off meats entirely and chicken and um, except for when my dear sister brings something over for me. <laughs> and then that's a cheat day because she's a marvelous cook. So, But I told her <laughs> yesterday, we went to lunch and I said, you know, this is it. I'm going with this 100% now. I said, I really want to cut it, you know, the meats and the chicken out entirely. Well, I did the meats a long time ago. But 100% difference in my energy, and it's just life-changing. That you know, is just fabulous to hear. So within a couple of weeks, you went from high blood pressure. How high was it? Yeah. Well, I had an episode that was extremely high that sent me to the hospital. Um, oh, my. Little, so, fam- little family drama. It was up to 279 my high time. So, I mean, it was serious stuff. Yes. <laughs> and so I, you know, I switched up my diet a little bit then. But going full force with the organic and just understanding from all these teachings how Roundup is killing us and mm-hmm. and just how important, how important organic is right now. And I choose to live this rest of my life healthy. And <laughs> and it, the, what I'd like to stress is it wasn't hard. I asked for help mm-hmm. from Sananda, and it wasn't hard switching at all, which, you know, I'm thrilled about it. Oh, what a good story. Thank you. A well, huge you. What a huge yeah. success. Oh, that's it's great. It's huge. It's huge because, you know, nothing's better than feeling healthy. Nothing's better than that. And, and not having huge... to be on that awful medication. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Because that was the only medication I was on, thank goodness. And, you know, I knew this would, you know, I knew without a doubt this would work. And I love Meg's teachings. And just hearing her voice is just so comforting. And I love the way Sananda said, oh, I just wanted to hear you talk, Meg. <laughs> so <laughs> even he loves her, her voice. Right. 
<laughs> I love that. I just got such joy out of hearing that. Well, Valerie, I just I really am so grateful for your willingness because I read things on the Facebook page. And uh-huh. so there there are some people that are still not, you know, possibly not connected between the calls and the Facebook page that might not have read your story. And right. I what I loved about your story is how easy it was and how quick. And this is what I see in my clinic. Is yeah. within a month people can get yeah. off medications. It doesn't have to be this long haul. So right. I appreciate right. your story and your willingness to share and the courage it took to jump in full force and just know it was going to work for you. It's just I applaud your efforts and your and your heart and your courage. So thank you, Valerie. Thank you. Thank you. And I applaud the easiness of it and your explanations of it because it's so profound that the way you are explaining everything. And oh, it's geez. just it's just a blessing and a miracle, and I am beyond grateful. So calling in is easy for me because I am beyond grateful. Oh. Oh, Valerie, thank, thank you for you. the story. That helps well, other people, you. too, to hear this. Thank you, Valerie. Yeah. Just want to stress how easy it is. Just ask Sananda for help in the Healing for Ascension Tour group. You know, it's just beautiful. Beautiful, this companionship. I love it. Yeah. I love it. It really <laughs> is beautiful, and thank you. I'm going to close your line now, Valerie. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Bye-bye. Great talking to you. Bye now. So there you are, folks. There's the evidence that it really works and it's not that hard. Oh, that is so delightful to hear. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope that inspires a thousand people to try to do the same thing. And I love how it's about carrying the ball. That wonderful message that you brought through a few, I think it was less than a week ago. Oh, yes. That said, you're carrying the ball and then we'll meet you. And she Mm -hmm. said, I've got this ball, but I'm going to call for help. And Sananda said, I'm here and I'm going to double your effort. And what could have taken six months took three weeks because she grabbed the ball and she asked for help. It was a beautiful application of the teachings and the help that are available to us to get the changes that you would like in your life. So thank you. Yes. Oh, my. That is such good news. <clears throat> and I know there are other people who have had similar successes, so we'd love to hear from them. So we have two Interesting things ahead. Um, I want first. I want to thank the folks on the chat room who are helping each other to get signed in so they can hear better. Um, we have Sananda's coming today, of course, but he woke me this morning with the song "We Are the World" <laughs> and said he wanted to talk about the show and that he wants to do a presentation um, to talk about vaccines and about the supposed Ebola uh, epidemic. Uh, 
and such things. So we will turn that over to him. So instead of our introductory talk about, you know, health issues, Sananda said he wants to do it today. So I said, well, sure, you know, we're not going to object to that. (laughs) Since he has a perspective that goes way beyond ours. (laughs) So we look forward to that. I have three requests today for healings. We're going to go to the Arcturian ship. Um, and I want to read the healings, the healing requests because they're very interesting and will, will help us to open our minds to think about important things that are going on right now. And the, the definition of healing that we apply is expanding every week. So here's Dave Jenkins on behalf of Eric, his son. He said, I have a healing request for today, one of my three sons. This request might be a little unusual, since it isn't for his body, per se. It's to help allow him to slowly open his heart and eyes to higher frequency. As an example, this son, who I've been able to engage with some higher frequency thinking, that's Eric, is also the one who insists on carrying a handgun. He takes pride in being prepared, quote, to be able to stop the crazy guy in the theater or the mall. I have explained to him that this thinking is purely fear-based, and in any event, love and light is always the proper response, and that you cannot fight darkness with more darkness. I understand defending yourself if need be, but if we were all walking around armed and in fear, this would be quite a problem and will keep us locked into 3D. Counseling love and light in advance is the better way, I think. I would appreciate a healing blast of compassion and love be sent his way to help Eric understand that carrying a handgun to blow away the bad guys if necessary is just not the right way to deal with these guys. I'm not sure I'm getting through to him Many of the concepts I share with him are new to him, and he must ponder them for a while. He's still not sure if other frequencies or realms are real yet, and still insists on proof. I think you know how that goes. This is so familiar, David, and bless you for continuing your efforts. So he says, anyway, if Eric could get help in understanding for this need, he has to carry a gun, and also for these misguided people who go astray, I would be so greatly appreciative. Namaste, love and light, Dave Jenkins on behalf of Eric Jenkins. And as always, thank you for what you do. Well, thank you, Dave. So we're going to send a big blast of love and comfort to Eric. This, as his dad said, comes out of fear and probably out of watching the news. So he's just responding with what he thinks is courage and preparedness to deal with the things that he's been told are all around him. So this is a brave young man who could be getting himself into some real trouble. So we send him love and light and, as his dad said, to open his heart 
Mm, that's a tr- that's trouble waiting to happen. So, but you can see, it's not unfamiliar. So we're. I think um, we should ask Sananda too to address this issue about bad guys and who they are and why we're seeing so much on the news that makes it look as if the world is on the verge of absolute chaos and why that is being presented as it is and if he would tell us the truth or more about it. They've been trying to get this through to us, but more information is really helpful. So here's the second request from Alma Rose for her mother, Dora, and herself. Um, Her birthday is 1955. Uh, That's Alma. And her mother, Dora, was born in 1938. So she's 76. We both have osteoarthritis, especially affecting our spinal columns, hands and feet, although I have the more severe form as I've had surgery to replace two discs with titanium discs in my neck because they had completely worn down. We're we're taking our meds as prescribed by our rheumatologist, who said that we would go into remission in about a year. We were diagnosed in May, and we have been on the meds and pain pills since then, yet we have not seen any real improvement. Bone spurs are constantly appearing on our hands, spine, and feet. Well, I want to ask, as soon as I finish reading these, I want to ask Meg what her thoughts are on this. Our financial state is in dire straits no matter what I do or who I turn to to ask for help. People promise to help us, but then they take our money and pretend to do something and then disappear. We really need help as our family has considered us outcasts because of our money problems. We're currently living in northern Mexico, Saltillo, Saltillo, I think you say it, the capital of the state of Coahuila, de hmm, Argonza, to be exact. Can you please include us in one of your healing sessions? They would appreciate it. Okay. Alma and her mom, Dora. And here's one last request from Yolanda Williams for Alicia Monroe. Please add Alicia Monroe, my daughter, to your healing list. She's been having health problems due to her being a workaholic. Any healing given to her is greatly appreciated. Peace and love to all. Um, so here's a note from Gabriella. Well, under the show post on the group page, She invited all members on the group page to join her to create the most humongous and bright pillar of light when the show starts. So Gabriella, who is the uh, master of light pillars, is creating a light pillar around all of us that you will be feeling. It creates such a feeling of lightness and brightness that you'll feel like you're just being lifted out of your chair. And she's got all the team working on it. And there are something like more than 13,000 people on the page. So if even a small percentage of them join in, you're going to really feel it. So we're getting a lot of help. 
So, Meg, do you have, um, I'm going to say a word first to introduce this idea. A lot of the things we talked about last time, a lot of the things that we think are genetic are really learned. So it's not because you have a fibromyalgia gene or a rheumatoid, rheumatoid arthritis gene. The fact that Alma and her mother both have the same system symptoms, they're e- equally affected in the same places in their bodies, is not genetic. It's a kind of um, group consciousness. But it's the 3D form of group consciousness where we are contagious to those we live with. And when one develops a problem, often everybody in the family will develop it because it is a thought form in their I think of it as the family stew. You know, the people you live with are in the pot with you and you're all stewing in the same energy. And this is this is one of the flavors in the stew pot in this family. <laughs> now, right, Catherine, I'm sorry. I had to laugh at this. It's perfectly visual. <laughs> so what would you like to add to that, Meg? <laughs> oh, that's- that's juicy. No. <laughs> I um you know, I think one of the most helpful things that I was finally shown, not all at once, but as a misting effect of my understanding of my own body and, and how to help people, how to clear my own health problems and then also how to help others, was through the gestation and the birthing of our human form, our body. And then through breastfeeding and then moving on to food, we should be getting a certain amount of immune support. Our immune system comes online, I call it online, with microbes that we have inside us to help us live in a microbial world. And it's our, it's our protection, it's our way to interact with the microbial world in in good health and vitality. So we are our own group consciousness with you know millions, trillions of helpers. And so when I how I can sort of see how something breaks down is what happened in our lives that did not allow this setup for us. And we can usually see it in the form of mass consumerism mass agricultural changes, the husbandry industry, um, the grocery stores going from small farmer's markets that you would shop with daily, mega, megaliths, and what happens to the food supply. So all we have to do is unroll how we've been exposed to things that then start to neutralize the, the, the group consciousness, the microbes in us, and the natural juices that come in our body to help us digest life, the hydrochloric acid in our stomach, the liver and bile in our gallbladder system, the natural enzymes and probiotics in our stomach, and then in our colon. And all we have to do is put the puzzle back together. This is why the body is incredibly forgiving. 
All we have to do is see where the breakdown happened and stop the pollution and then add those things back in. This is why fecal transplants work. They take a sick person and they take the colon matter and put it into the, of a healthy person and put it into a sick person and the disease disappears. Well, why does that happen? It's because the microbes are now back in the body able to restore health. So if we look at eliminating poisonous food like Valerie so easily shared with us, she just switches to organic food and found the difference. So no more Roundup, no more chemicals in our food supply, and no more medicines, and then put the good bacteria back in with kombucha or miso soup, fermented sauerkraut, all those different things, tempeh, the microbes are back, and now we're we're skiing. <laughs> so it's really very simple. It's just that I think it gets confusing, like with Alma and the the confused immune system. That's what room, that's what rheumatoid things are, or rheumatic things are, is just overwhelmed. So what overwhelms us is is all these different chemicals that our body just screams, "Uncle, I give." That's what allergies are. Mm-hmm. I can't handle. I can't handle anything more. You go outside, you smell normal pollen, which the body should be able to filter, but the body is so working for you on the inside with all the chemicals in our food supply that when we smell oak pollen, it goes crashing down. It's like the straw on the camel's back. I can't do Mm -hmm. it. And so it tries to get it out the other way by making you sneeze and watering eyes and runny nose. It's well, if I'm not going to, I can't digest it through the body and eliminate it through the stool, I'm going to make it come out the, the mucus matter, which is allergies. So if we clean our system, the body can handle the oak pollen and the grass pollen and the and the occasional bacteria or virus that comes through. It's meant to do that. So when we see how we're supposed to live and what we're supposed to get as an immune system, we just put it back together and eliminate any more affronts no more chemicals, no more medicines, then the body will very quickly, as Valerie said, just reward you with, see, that's it. You're back on a couple of months and you're feeling great. So that's what that difference is with restoring that that inner life that we weren't taught. Nobody explained to us our human body manual. Nobody explains how to run us. We know more about our car. Right, it doesn't come with a manual. Now it does. And who tells us? Now it does. So that's that's that part of the rheumatic part is just uh, put the microbes back in, clear out the poisons, and the body will just start cranking out the good feelings again. Great. Thank you. Um, Carl Myers, who's... Uh, an active person here and on also on the Freedom Club, um, posted a picture on the group page with pictures of our favorite fruits, strawberries, blueberries, I forget what the other ones were, but to show the number of toxic chemicals in each of those when they're not organic. And... Just reading it made me gag. I mean, the idea of eating any of those things ever again is just absolutely unthinkable. 
So my picture is, you know, if you're serving yourself or your family vegetables or fruits that are not organic, you're saying, here, have a plate full of neurotoxins. I'd like to offer you some Roundup for dinner. And, of course, we're now, there's a battle going on about whether the FDA is going to approve the latest um, toxin to put on our food, which is Agent Orange. So it, we're truly, you know, here, have a, have a helping of Agent Orange with your dinner or for your dinner. So the the government is not protecting us. So if you think that your food is okay just because it's there, you're wrong. It is tremendously toxic. And so these kinds of diseases that people are showing up with are not an accident. It's a direct result of the kind of poisons that are put in our food. So if you know that, you can change it. You can bring yourself back. If you're still breathing, you can change it. And I also want to recommend to people to watch the videos and read about MMS, not MSM, MMS. And if you go to Jim Humble's website, there are a number of videos and information about how this simple um, earth-based chemical, I guess you'd call it a chemical, can help to cleanse your body. And it has worked for people. There's a video on there that's just amazing about a man who I'm getting from Sananda. He wants me to mention this. A man who lived in um, Arizona near Phoenix, surrounded by cotton fields and saw the spraying and smelled the spray all his childhood. And when he went on a regimen of MMS, he did all kinds of cleansings, he did juicing, he did every other alternative treatment you can think of and was still experiencing um, the fatigue syndrome. So he went on MMS and little by little, he he said there were times when he would go to the bathroom and it smelled like the chemical that they put on the cotton. So his body was expelling these toxins that he had absorbed 20 years before. And little by little, it took him years, but little by little he regained his health. But he had been completely poisoned and had was having all kinds of physical symptoms, including what looked like cancer. So um, he was rigorous about his own recovery, and his family did the same. And they have all survived, while many of the people who had lived around them were dying of cancer. And his description is just uh, enthralling, but also just makes you heave a sigh, you know, 
at, oh, my gosh, we do have to work at this because we have been poisoned. So think of it as not you're not just helping yourself to be healthier when you eat organic food. You're saving your own life, as the song says. We're saving our own lives. And the more people who are aware of this, the more are going to be up in arms against the chemical companies, are going to put pressure on their Congress people to get on doing their job and pass some laws to prevent this stuff. That can be done. They only need to feel the pressure. So there are other countries in the world that have outlawed GMO crops. Why can't we do that? Well, Monsanto, of course, is why not. But if the whole country is behind it, then Monsanto will simply go bankrupt. Nobody will use their products. It's, it's already beginning, but we need to make this go a lot faster. And if people start talking to their grocery store people and start telling them they're not going to eat this food unless it's organic, they will listen. They don't want to lose customers. Even Monsanto can't afford to lose customers. So we can fix it. Okay, so Sananda wanted me to to talk to you about the MMS and the website Jim Hubble, Humble, as in modest, humble, a lovely man who has done wonderful work. And we, one of our group admins, Christine, has met with him, knows who he is, and she says he's just a master. He's a lovely man who has been much maligned, of course, because his treatment that with rigorous um Attention can also cure cancer um, and many, many other diseases. So go to the website and educate yourself. It's very cheap. It can help beat Ebola along with another um, another substance, which is called nano silver. There is a cure for Ebola. It's out there. Lots of people know about it. And the governments of the countries where Ebola is rampant have confiscated the supplies of Ebola, of nanosilver, to prevent the people from getting it. So think about that and what it takes. So Sananda's going to talk about that some more. Do you have anything to add, Meg? before we call in Sananda. No, thank you. That was, I'm glad that information is out there. And let's just keep spreading it on all the pages we can. Mm-hmm. And everyone else, too, don't be shy about telling your friends who have cancer, read this, look at it, try it. You have nothing to lose. It is completely safe. And, of course, the... The um, the cabal wants you to think that you're drinking chlorine. <laughs> so they've put out this slander campaign against this treatment by saying, you know, you 
can't treat yourself with chlorine, well, of course it's not chlorine. It's not like bleach that you put in your laundry. It is actually sodium chloride, and when you mix it um, in a solution, you add an acid, which would be lemon juice or um, I think one of the, I have to read up on it more, but there's probably, um, what's the acid in lemon juice? Um, Citric acid? Citric, yeah. Or one of the acids, anyway. When you mix them together, it creates sodium dioxide. And that's what oxygenates your blood, and that's what the treatment is. It oxygenates your blood, and then it can be expelled as water and um, salt, I believe. Mm-hmm. It There is no danger to taking it. You just take it gradually, a tiny bit at a time, and increase the dosage little by little. And there are, the protocols are right there on the website. There is nothing toxic and dangerous about it compared to you know, blood pressure medicine or the chemotherapy that that your cancer doctors recommend, those are deadly. So this is simple. It's easy. Um, it just takes a little attention, and it takes being really present and taking command of your own health treatment. And it doesn't take a long time. Most people report that they they felt changes very quickly so there are cures for all these things of course you know mother nature comes up with a cure for every disease so we only need to be smart enough to avail ourselves of it and not listen to the the uh, slander and and fear-mongering from the dark side okay that said, let's see what else Ananda would like to talk about. I think he wanted me to give the websites and the names and, you know, get it all out there. So you can all be, I mean, even if you are perfectly, exquisitely healthy, go read about, go read Jim Hummel's website because you have friends who are going to need this information. And any way you can get the information out that there is a cure for Ebola. So nobody needs to be panicking about this hideous pandemic that's about to overtake our country. It's ridiculous. It's not happening. And if you have a supply of nano silver, you can prevent yourself from getting it. You can give it to everybody you know, and you'll be perfectly safe. And it cures the disease even after you get it, so not to worry. Okay, so I'm going to step aside and let Sananda come through. We've been doing a long introduction the last few few weeks because we've been bringing forth so much new information for people. So it's our our format has changed a bit, and Sananda said he wants to do that a little more today. So let's see what he has to say, what he wants to add. But I know it's it's been along these lines. He wants us to be very aware 
of what's out there in the world and what's available so that we can take advantage of it and spread the news. Okay, so I will just step aside. All right, Catherine, we'll just give you a few seconds to Mm -hmm. take a sip of water and a nice deep breath. Sananda's always so close. Welcome, Sananda. We're so glad to have you with us. Greetings, beloved Meg, and all who are listening. You know this this wonderful call has evolved over time. You can feel the sense of active participation. It used to be that people would call in or go to their computer and just sort of listen passively, and then they would send us prayers and ask us to heal them. And then, as time went on, people began to ask for a special healing and to um, take command of their own health practices. And this last wave, with the information about nutrition and with our insistence that people must take charge of their own healing, people have really perked up. Their ears are perked up. We can feel it. They're listening. They're gathering the information. They're using it. And partly that's because many, many on the call now are convinced that it's okay to talk about these things. You're not a weirdo if you do. If you want your friends and your family to be healed, this is not a bad thing. This doesn't make you a crazy person. If you have the answer to something and people need what you have to offer, don't be shy. But be aware that if you offer this information and someone turns you down, you simply say to yourself, well, they've decided they want to die. They've decided they'd rather do it the hard way. And that is everyone's choice. To do to go through a series of chemotherapy is an excruciating experience for most people. And when you offer them the possibility that there are other treatments that they can use, they can begin with juicing. They can add in the MMS treatments. And they will have an 85% or higher possibility of healing themselves. And I believe that the those who don't heal are the ones who have the contract or who have decided that they really don't want to make the effort to continue living. And we have to accept that. Some people, even if it isn't in their contract, will decide that they're tired and they've had enough and it's okay. They're going to accept whatever comes their way, even if it is uh, a few months of torment, taking chemotherapy drugs, which will kill them, 
They accept it. So don't feel badly if people don't take you up on it immediately. Just know that you have offered from your heart something that is a true gift to others. Now, there is evidence. There's plenty of evidence for these things. You don't have to think this is some crackpot treatment. These things have been around for a long time, have been well tested, have been used by many, many people. And this is something I wanted to talk to you about today. The nano-silver was sent to Africa, to Ghana, was given to the Red Cross to use. They gave the nano-silver to 154 patients who had been diagnosed with Ebola. Every one of them recovered. There was documentation. It has come out through a whistleblower. There was documentation that the treatment works, and not only works, but like magic. It's, the numbers are astonishing. So in a particular solution, which is 10 parts per million, it's, an, it's a solution of silver particles. It's not the same as colloidal silver, which is a similar kind of treatment for, that's been used for many, many years. For an, it's an antimicrobial. It was the treatment before penicillin was discovered. And I can tell you it's more effective because it doesn't kill the healthy cells. So the nanosilver at 10 parts per million absolutely cures Ebola. And there was a test study that proves it, done by no less than the Red Cross. And so what did the Red Cross do? They refused to publish it. Not only did they refuse to publish it, but they denied that it had ever happened. They buried the evidence. Now, why would people who have declared themselves to be dedicated to saving lives, why would they deliberately, purposefully, deny that they have a cure. And not only a cure, but a wonderful cure, a reliable, safe cure for the very disease that they're sending out all this information about how dangerous it is. Well, I'm going to give you a little background. These are not people who are evil. They have simply been overcome by fear. Those who are involved in that study have been threatened, have been told in no uncertain terms that if they release this information, if they give the evidence to the world that first, Ebola was patented 
by the United States. Defense Department, actually. Patented by the U.S. So the U.S. owns Ebola. Now, how did it get to West Africa? Vaccines. And who's paying for the vaccines? Bill Gates. Helped with the development of many of those vaccines, owns a share of the patent of Ebola. And, of course, they're working on a vaccine that is supposed to, or actually already have, something they call a vaccine to prevent Ebola. I want to tell you in the strongest possible words, you must not, under any circumstances, agree to have a vaccination, either Ebola or anything else, because the vaccination itself is what caused the disease. So it is not traveling extensively from person to person through the air or through surfaces where it's carried from taxis and so on. These are the people who've been vaccinated. And it's no accident that the healthcare workers who are working with people who have Ebola who are contracting it because, of course, they have had the vaccination. So I cannot um, emphasize this enough. Do not, under any circumstances, agree to be vaccinated against Ebola and don't permit anyone you know to receive the vaccine. And also go out and get yourself some nano silver. There are still supplies. And I'm asking all of you to use your best creativity, your best light worker skills, to find a way to get this information to the UN, not just to the leaders of these countries, because they're the ones who have refused to give the real vaccine, which is nanosilver. So it is corruption. It is, for some, a simply evil attraction to money, to profit, because it's a tremendously profitable um, gambit, this creation of a terrifying disease. Well, you remember bird flu, don't you? That was supposed to wipe out everyone in the world. Of course it didn't. It was a manufactured um, fear tactic. All of these have been false flag operations to convince everyone that you must have these vaccinations or you're going to die a gruesome death. And then you're infected. There are the same kinds of results with the childhood vaccines. 
There are measles outbreaks every so often. Do they check to see? Do they use this as a, a case study where they can prove if vaccines work or not? No. If you look at the last cases of measles, for instance, everyone who gets it has been vaccinated. Well, what does this mean? It doesn't work. It never did work. The illness itself burned itself out the way all epidemics do. And that's when they started using the vaccine. So it never has been effective. They're known to have heavy metals that are very destructive to the child's brain. And there is a direct link between vaccines and autism. And if you look at the charts of how many people are getting vaccines, how many immunizations have taken place, and how many cases of autism have been shown to appear, the chart would look identical. So, there is a treatment in the MMS protocol that suggests that even autism can be healed. And so, beloved ones, there are cures to all these things. You only need to be brave enough and use your common sense enough to know that anything that produces billions and billions of dollars is likely to attract criminals, is likely to take on a life of its own. This is why the toxic chemicals in your, in your agricultural practices have been growing and expanding because it's a tremendous money maker. Now, how does this money get passed around? Well, the companies who are making fortunes on these things pay off people. They pay off judges. They pay off Congress people. And then the laws don't get presented. They get buried. The changes don't happen because people are being threatened. Now, the Red Cross case is one of the most graphic because, of course, people who went to work for the Red Cross, they do pay well, so perhaps there are a few there who really don't care if people get well or are saved or whatever, they may just be there for a job. But on the whole, people who go to work for the Red Cross think that they're going to do something really good for the world. And of course, you were all convinced that immunizations are like magic and 
are going to prevent terrible things from happening to your children, and what parent wouldn't want that? Well, I assure you, beloved ones, you have been lied to. And it's not difficult to see that the reason you've been lied to is because the companies involved in these things are making trillions of dollars. Now, why the Red Cross would betray the very ones that are trying to help them, that are trying to help others? Money and threats. So those who are not in it for the bribe are in it to save their lives. If your family is threatened and you are told directly that if you don't bury this, these test results, you will come home and you will find all of your family has expired from some mysterious disease. You probably would put it in your bottom drawer. Because people know no one is safe from the assassins who can track you down and find you and take everything from you. And so the people who are questioned about this, you can see how nervous they look when they're asked. They probably don't want to be doing this but they're asked to choose. Who do you want to live? Your family? Your children? Or the people in this town that you came to help? And then once they've been involved in the study and signed their name to the research, they're never safe. They're never out of the crosshairs. And these people are murderers. So they're not murdering people themselves. They hire assassins. It's been happening for generations. Now, I'm not saying this to you to scare you all, just to tell you what the history of all this has been. Fortunately, the world is waking up. More and more people are refusing to be threatened by these people. And when someone simply refuses to knuckle under to the dark ones and instead goes out into the world and talks about it, well, they create a protection around themselves by doing so because now they can't mysteriously disappear or die of a heart attack if they're healthy and strong and able and everyone around them knows it. So the cabal has to become more cautious about who they try to bump off. And when it's an entire movement, if there are thousands of people, they're helpless. And this is what's happening now. I am telling you, we are 
cheering for you in the higher dimensions. It is pure joy to see that your stubbornness and your refusal to go along with the propaganda and the fear tactics has shifted the energy. And once the energy shifts from people feeling enslaved, victimized, and terrorized to the point where they cannot respond, they can't act in their own behalf to what is happening now, which is people are saying, Life is not worth living if I'm going to be a slave. And if I'm going to agree to things that I know are wrong, I will not do it. I will not eat that food because it's not food. I will not feed it to my family. And when you begin to change your whole diet, your whole way of life, you will discover, as we have been told by some of the followers we've been told, their grocery bill actually went down. So it's not true that it's more expensive to eat organic food. You need less. It is so nutritious that you will find yourself just naturally shedding extra weight because your body will be able to regulate itself better. You won't feel hungry all the time because the food you're eating is not giving you the nutrition you need. This is why so many people are gaining weight, along with the addictive qualities and the prepackaged foods. They're deliberately designed to make you depressed and hungry. And so the more you eat, the fatter you get, the more, um, the more it slows you down, the more depressed you feel. So then you turn to diet, sodas, diet, pills, and antidepressants. This is deliberate. Those substances have been put into your food deliberately to create a market. So this is the perversion of this free market that everyone talks about. It is a free market. They are free to poison you and to put additives in your food that will make you crave the very things that are making you sick, like sugar, the um, the sugar replacement things are truly disastrous. No one should ever use them. The aspartame and such things are carcinogenic. They create an imbalance in your body that makes you crave sugar more. And the action in your body of these so-called no-sugar replacements have a greater, um, what shall we call it, like a boomerang effect on your body's ability 
to process glucose than even white sugar has. So you're being encouraged with glamorous advertising and magazine advertising and mostly television that this will be the answer. These new products will be convenient and nutritious and make you smile every day and be happy and be glamorous and have lots of friends. Well, of course, it's all contrived. And it's just all about money. What a sad thing it was that the atmosphere on planet Earth was so tainted by this greed, this desperate pursuit of wealth, that it affected the energy for everyone. That feeling, oh, I'm not going to have enough. Oh, I'm going to be put out of my house. Oh, I'm going to lose everything. Even when you are comfortable, those feelings were so pervasive in the atmosphere that it made everyone feel as if they were about to lose their job or they were about to go bankrupt or they're about to lose everything. And it makes people desperate. You will work harder at your job. You'll work long hours for less money because you feel so desperate. That was not an accident either. Because for a while, the dark ones really captured the airwaves. And along with the airwaves, we include the psychological energy in the air around you, in the atmosphere. It touched everyone. It affected everyone. That feeling of lack and fear of lack was so pervasive on planet Earth that it was just taken for granted. That everyone must feel it, as almost everyone did. There were a few groups of indigenous people who managed to hold out against it. But it wasn't easy for them. And they found themselves being squeezed, uh, marginalized, even under attack. But a few actually held out to live lives that were not focused upon money. And that is where we're headed, all of us together. That is the light at the end of this tunnel. It is the state of mind and the state of being and the state of your community and your family where no one has to worry that they're not going to have enough. Now, most people in the U.S. are not really afraid of starving, 
because there's food everywhere you look. But still, people will talk about, I took this job so in order to survive. You hear people using that language all the time. You're not in danger of death. Even if you did lose your house, you'll find another place to live. Everyone seems to. So when you create around you a network of friends and family, when you share, rely on one another, help each other, the riches begin to flow. And when you create a pillar of light around yourself and you expand it to include your family, your community, they will feel it. Their hearts will lift. The fears begin to melt away. And when that happens, people become braver. It's fear that keeps people closed in, causes them to shut their hearts down. So when you bring your light, they feel it. They feel it in their hearts. It tickles them in the center of their being. And this is why so many are beginning to awaken. And as our dear friend Dave was saying about his son, you must create light. You must spread the energy of light. And as you do, the old feelings, the old thought forms of lack and desperation are literally nullified. Let me give you an example. You know there are noise-canceling technologies used in recording and so on. This is how light works against darkness. You are producing the energetic equivalent of the electronic charge that is, let's say, the positive charge that cancels the equal and opposite negative charge. That's how light works. When you produce the love energies that flow out from you in waves, you're producing the electrical charge that will nullify darkness. Your scientists are beginning to discover these things. It is a scientific truth. Light cancels out darkness. You can see it. Walk into a pitch black room with one candle It is no longer dark. 
and might be dim in the corners, but if you walk over with your candle, the darkness is gone. You didn't have to fight it to the ground. You didn't have to struggle against it. You didn't have to kill it. You simply disperse it. And so this is what happens, especially when a group comes together to create light and love. You emanate great power. And because the energy of love is so much more powerful than any darkness, one of you sending light can have more power than 87 of those who are producing dark thought forms. That's a rough estimate about how much you can take on by yourself. Now, if you if you join with others, then your power increases logarithmically. So two people. I like the power of four. Four are like the power of 16. That's a rough way of thinking of it. So you see how much of an influence you really have. This we're trying to get the understanding across to you. You have enormous power. But you nullify your own power when you go to thinking about darkness. When you go to a place of fear, you cancel out your own power. We beg you, do not do that. If you stay in the light, if you plant your feet firmly on the ground and anchor yourself into Mother Earth, you become a beacon of light. And just as one lighthouse can save thousands of ships, you will work the same way. Your light emanating outward will change the atmosphere you live in. So, beloved ones, do not handicap yourselves. Do not cancel out your ability to create light and love. And don't ask someone else to do it for you. This is part of the teaching recently, and we were very amused when our Eleonora came forth with her lovely um, piece that she wrote for the group page called You Have to Do the Work. (laughs) Yes, indeed. If you are still walking around with a pout on your face or a frown, you are the problem. You are the reason things are not moving faster. Now, that's not an accusation. It's simply 
a little nudge. You're, you know that old saying, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Well, that was a very wise saying. Because anyone who is feeling resentful, all those negative feelings, you know, jealousy, um, irritation, impatience, um, holding a grudge, needing revenge, depression, and so on. Anyone who's feeling that are dragging down the area around them. They're creating a the energy of a black hole. So, beloved ones, don't be the black hole. I think you you probably read Gabrielle and Catherine's pieces about the black hole of forgiveness and so on. By creating resentment, anger, confusion in yourself, you literally become a black hole. Now, you'll need some friends to come around and shine a light on you and say, come on, come on, up out of that black hole, let's get together. Let's change the world. And we don't have to go out to travel thousands of miles or um, walk among people who don't speak the same language as you do and try to change something. That's not how it's done. Raise your vibration. Leave behind all those old negative attitudes and beliefs that were implanted in you. They are not of your own doing. So you don't need to feel apologetic about it or or beat yourself up for having carried them so long. Of course you did. Everyone did. Those are not your own thoughts. They've been imposed upon you and imposed so thoroughly and so effectively that you think it's your own thinking, which it is not. When you go to the center of yourself, the center of your brain, the center of your heart, and you connect to the center of the earth, you are light. And we will pour the love down upon you like a gigantic waterfall. And you will never be affected by the darkness. You'll see it simply as something that's an illusion, uh, something when you turn your back on it, send it light, and walk away, you're safe. Now, those who are being threatened directly have a bit more of a challenge, but they can defeat it by not succumbing to fear. By sending love as powerfully 
and consistently as they possibly can. And those are the people who walk through the valley of the shadow of death and fear no evil. You can do that. Everyone can do that. And when you do, you will find you will be protected. Now you feel our high energy, don't you? We're surrounding you. We're sending great love. One is pouring forth the energy of light. Let yourself just bask in it. And now let us go together to our beloved Arcturians for our final healing. Breathe together. They're ready for us. Join hands in our pillar of light and let yourself be lifted right up through the pillar to higher dimensions. That's where we go when we go to the Arcturian ship. It's in the higher fifth dimension. It's parked just there over the North Pole. But most of the time it isn't visible because they choose not to be visible. But it's there nevertheless. So let us go together and float upward with me to the beautiful mothership. They open the doors and we float in. It's great traveling this way, isn't it? So easy. No suitcase, (laughs) no ticket. No homeland security. You can go anywhere you like. It will be more like that on planet Earth very soon. So come with me. We gather in the entranceway. I close the panel, and here we are. When they open the great doors, We see the beautifully, brightly lit arena, the healing arena of the Arcturian mothership. Now we invite everyone to come. Everyone on the call is welcome. You can take your place as someone who would like a healing treatment or you can come and join the healers, of which there are so many. And here in the ship, they have a beautiful circle of couches, you might call them. They're not like hospital beds. They're comfortable couches around in a circle. And I will be in the center, and I will go to each one who wishes to have a special healing today. 
Now, those who are healers can take turns. You can you can be in the outer circle, fielding the energy and sending it back. And then, if you wish, you can take a place in the healing circle as well and have a, a treatment with me if you wish. And then go back to do what you like to do, which is to send your powerful healing energy to those who have requested it. We're hearing from more and more people as the weeks go by who say they were completely healed by coming to these sessions and by experiencing this high energy. It inspires them. And then they permit their bodies to heal completely. So this will be the catalyst for many people. Coming to this session, feeling the high-level energy, feeling the loving attention. It helps you to learn how to take care of yourself, doesn't it? When you feel, when you feel us caring so deeply for you, it makes it easier to remember that that's how you need to feel about yourself. For this body that carries you through this lifetime is a precious gift. Not everyone was able to come here. This is a special assignment. You were given this body because it was seen that you would learn well from it, you would use it well, you would learn to teach others, and you would make a difference. Now, others were equally powerful masters and would have liked to be here, but for whatever reason, they've already done their work. They are helping from higher dimensions, and there just weren't enough bodies for everyone to come. So many of them said, it's okay, I'll stay here in the higher dimensions. I can do my work from here. And, of course, there are many who came as a soul project, we sometimes call it, where there's more than, there's more than one soul in each body. That way they get to share. And more people were able to come. Well, we, more souls were able to come. So take your places. Now the Arcturians, oh, I forgot to mention, yes, the animals too. Any of you who have animals that you've brought along, by all means, take your animals into their healing arena where they will be helped in the same kind of way, which I'll describe a little bit. The Arcturians do their initial screening. And as we've described it, it's something like your printer that sends the light across your body and back. And when they do that, they can take a reading of anything in your body that needs healing. And there are more and more of you who are coming 
for what you might call psychological reasons. You understand now the deep connection between your own thoughts and feelings and your body. And you're seeing that if you're suffering from a disease or a a physical problem, it is the result of a combination of things. Partly your environment, like the gentleman that was described earlier who grew up in the fog of toxic chemical dusting. Of course, that's an element. But his energy, his power, has propelled him to take command, to cure himself, and he is successful. You can do that too. So whatever the source of the dis-ease that you're experiencing, this combination of raising your vibration, filling your heart with love, and then turning to your body with empathy and compassion and love and sending it healing energy. Yes, you send it to yourself as you feel me doing. So as I go around the circle, I will come to each of you. I will place my hands beside your head. I will send you a jolt of healing energy. And as I'm talking, I'm going around the group. You know, we can be in many places at once. You'll feel the blast of loving energy that ripples through your body and will help the Arcturians with what they're doing, which is to aim their healing wands to dissolve any disease process they see in your body, to reduce inflammation, to literally nullify the disease by the the uh, technique I described earlier where the opposite electric ions cancel one another out. So there is no damage to your healthy cells. You will simply feel energized. Now you can expect some people who have a lot of um, toxic residue in their bodies or who have a serious disease an advanced disease, might find for a little while you might feel a little nausea, a little uh, discomfort, because your body is eliminating all that toxic residue and dead cells. So let it be. Let your body Remove all those toxins. Flush away the disease. In the river of light that you bring to it. So as I go around and I send you this blast of loving energy, Catherine will come after me in her higher self form. She will 
help you to absorb and to keep the feel of that high level of energy to make it your own, to help you absorb and digest the light, to take it into every cell. So the little heart of every cell in your body will be expanding with love. And then you will be attracted to love. You will be attracted to nourishing food. You'll be attracted to nourishing people. And the toxins that have been in your life up till now will become more and more distasteful to you, less and less attractive, until you feel repugnance toward anything that is of the dark. That's as your body should work and as your mind would work in concert with your body if you had been allowed to develop fully. So now we're finishing that process where you connect, reconnect with your body, with your intuition, with your heart, and with your perfect radar. Now we help with that. The intuition and the radar means you're connected to us. You're feeling what we feel. You're accessing the information that we have. And you become stronger and richer. You feel the clean, light feeling in your body and in your mind at the same time. Where everything becomes lighter, everything easier, everything more joyful until you find yourself walking down the street giggling or walking out to your car and you stop in your tracks and you just look around and smile at the world. You'll find yourself standing at the kitchen sink doing the dishes, smiling from ear to ear. Why not? Your friend or your child walks through the door and you light up. Ah, I'm so happy to see you. Who wouldn't love that? And so you will surround yourself with love. And that is the perfect cure for anything. And so the Arcturians are doing their work. Here in the center of the circle are all my friends and brothers and sisters Mother and Father God are here. The angels, Michael and Raphael, Celeste, many who come. Some come every week. Some come occasionally if they have uh, uh, someone here who is there's a, a special interest to them. 
you'll know Uriel is here today. So there are probably some of you who have a special connection to each one of these masters who are here. They're here to help you. So call on them. Call on your favorite ascended master or your favorite archangel and tell them, please come over and work with me. Come and just stand next to me. I want to feel your energy. St. Germain is here and Lady Portia. They love doing the healing work. So, brothers and sisters, all are enjoying this wonderful sense of camaraderie and powerful light pouring down from one. Through all of us, we're transmitting it to those who've asked for healing, to each other, to the healers, to the Arcturians who also are very good at absorbing the light. They are very high level civilization. They work as a group consciousness. They delight in what they do because they love you. They're fascinated with human beings. Their DNA is similar to yours, but their bodies are much lighter. They're farther along their ascension path, and they want to help you because they understand what you're going through. They've been there, too. It's a wonderful universe you live in where the power of love is everywhere. You're told to fear the darkness and that the dark ones are powerful and that they're dangerous. Well, planet Earth has been the center to resolve this. It's not really a battle. Although you've tried that form, you've tried to fight against it with tanks and guns, it cannot be done. (laughs) I like to make a joke once in a while. You are familiar with that game, Whack-A-Mole. Well, it's like that. Take someone who is dedicated to darkness. Now, mind you, this is not darkness itself. This is a being who is dedicated to dark thinking, dark feelings. They have no power other than those who are in a body, other than their human power, just like you. But what they'd like you to believe is that they are somehow magically powerful because they can assassinate people, because they can do horrific things. They want you to believe that they have some kind of secret and that they're somehow more powerful than you are. Well, of course, that's nonsense. 
They are not powerful. In fact, they're missing the most wonderful piece of what makes you human, and that is your great heart and your capacity to love. And so now breathe in our love. Breathe in the healing energy we send to you. And as I finish my circle around the group, I'm going to ask the Arcturians to bring forth their blue and silver light, which they pour down upon us. And it is like a cooling shower, washing away all the old residue, anything left that needs to be eliminated, let it go. Let them bathe you in this beautiful light that is comforting, healing, cleansing. Breathe deeply. Absorb all this love that swirls around you. Everyone in this pillar of light is nourished by it. All of us. This is why we all love being here because there's so much power in this in this group of people who are focused. That's all it takes. Real focus and heart. There. Now, everyone, up, up off your beds. Those of you who came with walkers and crutches, you're going to find you can be steady on your feet. The pain will have washed away. Those of you who've had a disease that you want cured, including our friends uh, Alma and Dora with their rheumatoid problems. You see, rheumatoid problems are nothing but darkness hiding in your joints. So wash it away and your tissues will immediately begin to heal. Now, it'll take a few weeks. You'll begin to feel a difference. But the tissues and the joints will rebuild. But first you needed to reduce the inflammation. That's what those drugs they're giving you are supposed to do. But it's not effective because it's fighting against something that you're generating. Now, I'm not blaming you for your illness. That's not what it is. It's that you have all learned to do these things, to bring darkness into your body and to accept it as if it were a part of you, as if it were um, 
inherent in some way or a necessary part of life. It is not. Let it wash away. Take command. Joyfully. With resolve and conviction. I will do this. I will bring Sananda's love with me wherever I go. And I assure you, beloved ones, I will be here for you. Call on me. Anytime. I will come to you. You'll feel my energy like a, an electric little thrill through your body. You'll know that's me. And I will join with your higher self to help you stay in the light. And now, beloved ones, let us join together. Come back. Yes, there are many hugs and greetings. Everyone feeling so strong and positive. Come, let's go back to the entrance. Let's bring all our friends and the Arcturians as well. Let us all join together and send a huge blast of love downward to planet Earth. I'll count downward from three to one. And when I do, we will all join together and send this powerful energy. Three, two, one. Send it. Ah, there it goes, directly from your heart. Downward toward the earth, touching everyone. The grid is lighting up all the threads, the network of the Christ grid, the Christ consciousness grid that surrounds your beloved planet. This is helping you to raise your vibration. It's changing your thinking, isn't it? It's changing the way you feel in your body. We send that wish to all on planet Earth. All of those who have decided they still want to make trouble. All of those who think that they can frighten others. Send them your love. Even the ISIS assassins who have been trained, by the way, by the CIA and by the Israeli Mossad, the Saudis provide their expertise and their money. It's simply a little group of desperate, desperate people who are trying to hang on to the last vestiges of what they feel to be their precious power 
wash your love across them, it will sweep them right off their feet. Send your healing love to all those pockets in the world where others have sent toxic ideas, weapons, See them dropping the weapons. The soldiers who were convinced that this was a heroic act. Send them the love that will help them to change their minds from these dark thoughts to their growing hearts where they can feel the love for those they have been encouraged to hate. Together, we change this. Breathe deeply. Keep that conviction, that power within you. You are the light. You are love. You are God. Let that be transmitted through the electrical connection we all have to one another. Let it flow into every heart. Let it lift every being until they acknowledge and realize We all are one. And now, let us go together. We gather our animal friends. We go back down through the pillar of light. Back to the high dimension where you began. No longer do you descend into the third dimension. No longer you remain. You remain in the fifth dimension. Even as you return to the room where you began, to the chair where you were sitting, you are no longer Beloved ones, you are no longer three-dimensional beings. You have raised your consciousness. You are at a higher level now. As you maintain that, you encourage others to do the same. And now, I wish you well. I send every one of you my deepest love. I am your Sananda. Namaste, all. Thank you, Sananda. Thank you so much for your love, for your lessons, for the big picture that we all so appreciate to see and the understanding of where we are 
and where we're going. We are so grateful. Hi, Catherine. Mm, hi. He was bowing as he left. Mm. Bowing to everyone. Oh, that feels so wonderful. That was a very special transmission and call. We could feel it. So, wow, another Sunday healing. Oh, that was just wonderful. So, we look forward to a very exciting week. Soon we will all be celebrating our our further blessings. In the meantime, we send our love to Oh yeah. my, I feel dizzy. <laughs> so, so if you're feeling dizzy out there, you know it's just your love blast. So uh, Yes. <laughs> Big one. All right. So I do have another song that I'd like to play if I can manage to make this one work. Um, This is something that I was inspired to search for tomorrow. It is the wonderful uh, group called Il Divo. And many of you have heard their songs. They're a group of um, wonderful voices of men who travel the world singing these wonderful songs. And here's one from them that I'm going to try and play right now. And I hope you all enjoy it. So, good night, everyone. While the song is loading. Yes, thank you, Catherine. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you you on Wednesday. Yes. 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Hmm. Well, I do have a very slow connection here, so I may have a little trouble um, getting this to play, so we may have to. Yeah, doesn't want to happen. All right, so well, we have our our regular music here, so I'll play Sananda's favorite, which is the um, oops, I didn't lose you, did I? No, right here. Hmm. I just lost the panel. <laughs> I'll well, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you yeah. to turn it on, if you would. I just <laughs> just messed up my connection here. So, along, everybody. Oh, Wednesday. Bye, bye. There are people dying 
Thank you. 